0: Welcome to the Get Healthier podcast with Rena Jadhav, who's on a quest to uncover breakthroughs and cures in living longer, healthier, and happier. Genetic testing, stem cells, rat Talking to Silicon Valley geniuses and the
1: best doctors in the world about the hottest products and programs to make you live an amazingly joyful life. Are you ready? Now, here's your host, Rena. Hi, everyone. Welcome. This is Rena Jadhav. So, I have a question for you do you love yourself? Really? Or do you not love yourself, which as Dr. Daryl Wolf describes, you hate yourself. We're going to dive right into the importance of love, self-love, its connection to health, and how to live very healthily and happily till 100. Let me give you a little intro to Dr. Daryl Wolf, who's going to join us today. He has 36 years of experience in natural medicine as a medical intuitive and is known as the Doc of Detox. He's a Doctor of Natural Medicine and Doctor of Humanitarian Services, certified with the Board of Integrative Medicine. He's also a renowned speaker in several health summits, documentaries, including the acclaimed The Truth About Cancer series, The Truth About Detox, which have been seen by millions around the world. What I'm excited about is that he's also the author of the best-selling book, Healthy to 100, The Ultimate Guide to Bulletproofing Your Body Against Disease, Eliminating Pain, Burning Fat, and Living Longer. And stronger. You know what? I love the book. It's in fact one of the most interactive, fun, easy to read books that I've read in a long time. It does not put you to sleep, I promise. He's also got an Oasis Clinic and Retreat, which is based in Canada, where he treats, teaches, and consults with patients locally and globally. He's also been presented with an Order of Excellence Award by the World Organization of Natural Medicine. His mission is to share with the world his specialized knowledge on how to master your health, heal your body, and awaken your mind. Dr. Wolf, welcome.
0: Well, thank you so much, it's a pleasure to be here.
1: Let's start with the question about self-love. Love Love or hate, and how does that connect to health?
0: Well, it's actually everything because um, there's only two different types of energy on this planet. And uh, uh, that would be self-love or self-hate. There's only, and and there is, there's a whole bunch of other things um, that we might put under there like happiness or joy or guilt and anger under the other, but it's really just self-hate and self-love. And and you can't even come out and say, do you love yourself? Because you know what, you're talking to somebody that came from a family that believes that they all love themselves. And and, you'd be surprised at the dysfunction that is almost in every family. You know, only one out of 10,000 people will actually truly awaken on this planet. And I mean really awake up to their potential. And that's actually not just some little blurb. That's factual. You know, what people consider to be, um, how's, well, you know, how are you doing? Okay, fine, good. But how many people go amazing? Because Mm -hmm. you actually should be able to say amazing and feel amazing because that's who we are we were created by that which creates the universe and if you understood who you really are and where you came from because we're actually the first thing we need to understand is that we are actually um we don't understand that we're light beings i mean we're, we're made out of particles and we know that particles are ninety nine point nine 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 six six percent empty space and that empty space is actually energy so everything is based on energy in the human body and and it's based on emotion cuz emotions mean energy in motion and if you do not know how to actually use your emotions as a GPS or that your emotions are even a GPS then you can you can go into hell and never get out
1: That's very insightful and a little disturbing because I think we live in a world where the media has created a sense of questioning self-worth for women specifically. And um, we see a lot of angst in men as well. What is your remedy for the situation we're in where it's not, it's definitely not encouraged to practice self-love. So what what do you recommend? How can we start practicing self-love?
0: well first i think we need to understand why we don't practice it right Mm -hmm. okay so we do know that you know right now there's about uh, 62 families that actually have 99 percent of all the wealth in the world only 62 families right and so they've been studying us like uh like rats in a laboratory for almost 400 years now and it's these same families i could mention them but it really doesn't matter And I don't go into the conspiracy thing because it is real, but you know what? It doesn't really play a part in my life to the point of me having joy and happiness and knowing who I am. But at the same point, remember, they control uh, 82% to 85% of all the media, which is all the main news and everything is fake news. So you have to understand that um, if you want to control the public, then you give them no self-worth. And you make them think that everything that they need has to come from outside themselves, not inside themselves. And then the other thing is is that you need to understand this. Man runs the world. Mankind runs the world. And man, since the beginning of time, has been threatened by women. Because women bring life into the world. They live longer than us. They can take more pain than us. And the reality is, is that this world is uh being crushed right now because men don't know where they belong anymore because they can't go out and protect the home because actually the only terrorism that really truly lives in our country is in our minds and that was created by the media and then the man doesn't need to go out and kill food and drag it home for the wife to prepare it because she usually does all the shopping anyway so mm-hmm. men today really don't know where they belong in this society so they're just mad and pissed off and unless men embrace more femininity and the feminine side of themselves than we are toast so you have to understand that men are in a struggle right now and the last thing they want to do is to say that we need women to guide us out of this mess which we do
1: so you're I think making the case that we need more feminine energy on this planet that's
0: called called self-love I mean you know Mm -hmm. women women are the caretakers and they, but the problem here is that women need to change as well. So understand this: that women, as soon as they're born and they're young, they're taught that the reality is, is this in a nutshell, is is that they need to, they're going to become mothers, and when they're going to get married to a man, when the man is suffering, she needs to suffer more than the man to show right. her, her dear love. And when the children are sick, she needs to make herself sick to show that she really truly loves them. Well, look at how many women go. Well, whenever you're away, uh, you know, my heart breaks. And when my children go to school, I'm so worried. And when my children get sick, I get sick. You know, this, they just got sucker punched. There is no self-love there. So when the kids grow up and they leave the house, she's just an empty shell. She doesn't know where she is, Mm -hmm. doesn't even know how to find herself anymore. So if you really want to know where all the sicknesses come from, it's called, we don't even know who we are. So. I would never even ask somebody, do you love yourself? Because, you know, how do you compare that? I mean, a a family that goes poop once every three days thinks it's normal to go poop once every three days. So I'm not going to ask somebody if their bowel movements are normal because I know know what normal is. So I'm going to just quiz them first and then figure out where they stand. And then I want to show them how to get there. That makes sense.
1: Let's talk a little bit about, I love this quote. You will never win the game if you don't understand the rules. New game, new rules, new life, get cracking. What's this new game we're in? What are the new rules?
0: Well, the new game is this is that uh, um, corporations now run the whole world and corporations uh, have no heart, no feeling. They have no blood and they don't care what the outcome is except the bottom line. And you need to understand something that if you don't start putting all your awareness into yourself and realizing that that love is a self-serve job, because right now, uh, unless you're willing to fill your heart up first with love and then let it be the shining light to guide your family out of the darkness, it, you know what, are, are, you, are you a little bit tired waiting for your husband or your boyfriend to say the things he needs to say so that you feel like you are worthy today? Or would you like to love yourself and make it a self-serving job that you feel totally worthy and that you are the goddess of everything and you don't need anything else but you just want to be you want to be able to shine that light and of course you want a mate so of course you love your children but i don't have any trouble with anybody because i don't need them to fill up my tank so if you're not walking around tank full Mm -hmm. then you won't have the gratitude that you need and you will never experience uh, your potential. You will never experience your potential unless you fill your heart with you, only you. And then you use that light to shine on those people you love and that are with. And when we all come together, we have a glorious thing. why, Why do we want to continually play love ransom? So me and you, let's say we're a couple. And today, you didn't give me that hug or that kiss or that wink or that stroke. And then I feel like, whoa, did I do something wrong? So then right away, I feel like I did something wrong. So then when you, I don't want to say that I feel weak. So then you do something and then I jump and lash at you and you go, what's wrong? And I go, there's nothing wrong. Meanwhile, it's because you didn't fill my tank up. So now hurt people hurt people. Right. Very true. Very true. So then what are the r- new roles? So the, so the new game is what? Well, the, the new game is this, is that you need to find out what really makes you tick. Okay. And, you know, first of all, we have a nervous system. Nobody talks about the things that are really important. We have a nervous system and part of that nervous system is your parasympathetic and you're sympathetic and your sympathetic nervous system has no sympathy for you. That's your fight, flight, and freeze nervous system now whether you want to believe this or not people live in that system 95 to 98% of their day mm-hmm. did you get that so now when you do that you're releasing things like adrenaline cortisol other hormones and that emotion is actually causing crystallization scar tissue inflammation and mutation in your tissues Because your emotional issues will become issues in your tissues because that's where they need to be stored because they're not processed properly so when you understand that all your thoughts that you have are stored in your mind and that your mind remember this Mm -hmm. is 80% of it is subconscious and the average person lives in their subconscious mind 95% of the day now in that subconscious is where you store most of your thoughts so when your daddy said, you know, uh, if you don't do this, you will not be loved enough or you were not good enough. You don't remember that anymore, but that's in here and that stays in there. You know, we need to put a little mini you on your shoulder so that you're observing you and not judging anybody else. You need to focus directly on yourself and and you don't focus on what's going on outside of you. You focus on how you react to the chaos around you remember you are only is mentally uh, strong for how you react to chaos so Mm -hmm. when, when there's chaos if you can stay in a connected line breath of six seconds out seven seconds i mean six seconds in seven seconds out and you can stay calm and then take proper action instead of reaction that's how you live longer that's how you're stronger remember Your thoughts are stored in your brain and your emotions are stored in your body. And that's what we call muscle memory. So then when it gets stored into the body, that's what we call a habit. And then everything in your life, you've learned through repetition. Mm -hmm. The only way that you're going to change is if you learn some techniques and tools and rules that are going to help you go in and erase and replace new belief systems that honor you, respect you, and trust you and love you. And that is first and foremost. Now, people don't like to hear this, that you need to come first. Well, if you're not going to put you first, then you will never be first. You need to come first so that you show your children and stop the family curse. I call it the family curse. It's so true. Every family, every family... First of all, there's nobody ever going to be meaner to you than your family. So understand that. Hmm. Because families are screwed up. Okay? They're screwed up. And, and you know what? And they don't look screwed up because every family screwed up. Because unless you're going to do something like uh, uh, really get in there and become a brave heart warrior and start really focusing on yourself and seeing how you can, you can further your potential, you're always focusing on what's wrong with everybody else. That's all you're going to get.
1: You know, I love this quote you have. You are what you eat. You are, you are not what you eat. You are what you think. And this is really the, the summary of what you've been sharing, which is it's just so critical what thoughts, what vibrations you have. And it really starts with, first of all, understanding who you are and listening to yourself. Is that where the medical intuitive comes from? What makes you a medical intuitive?
0: Well, uh, anybody can be a medical intuitive. I mean, you know. What uh, is a medical intuitive? Well, I can sit down with a person and within the first minute and I can be on the phone with them without seeing them and I can start telling them about their belief systems and what's, what's holding them back. And I know when somebody just lied to themselves and lied to me and I go, that's not the truth. Now let's talk about the truth. So, but to be able to do that, Really, anybody can be a medical intuitive. Anybody can be an intuitive. It's just learning how to retrust in yourself. You know, if you don't trust in, if you don't trust in your decision-making, right, mm-hmm. then you're, you're done. And how many people trust in their decision-making today? How well, we people-
1: don't because we are told that when it comes to health, really your doctor knows best. And so the moment something happens, the first thing we do is we go straight to the doctor and we say, okay, tell me
0: what's wrong with me. But it even goes deeper than that though. It goes deeper even to that. Uh, um, we don't want to fail and there is no such thing as failure. I, I will probably have a, mm-hmm. a, I have such huge projects going on. I'm I'll probably have a hundred fails today, but that's part of the adventure. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, it's how you look at, it's how you look at everything. It's how you process everything. Like for me, are you ready for this? I've never failed and I've never sinned. Mm-hmm. And I don't need your forgiveness. And I don't need your pr- approval and I don't need anybody's forgiveness. Right. And I don't need anybody's approval either. Right. So, and, and the thing is, is this is I, I teach people that, you know, at the beginning you have to practice forgiveness because it's usually yourself that you really need to forgive. But I, I teach people how to get to a point that they never have to give it. They never have to tell anybody I forgive you because if you actually understood what's going on, you know, Even the terrorist with the bomb on his back goes home and kisses his wife and loves his kids just as much as I love my kids. He he believes in his heart that he's doing the right thing. So there's not bad people. There's bad beliefs that make people look bad. And as long as you believe there's bad people, then you're going to be sitting in judgment of other people, which means that you take the poison pill and you're actually hurting yourself.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Let's talk about the fact that you're known as the Doc of Docs. What's that all about?
0: Uh, doc of Detox? Yeah, well,
1: I'm sorry, Doc. Doc, I'm going to start that again, and we'll, we'll edit that out. Okay. So, so let's talk about the fact that you're known as Doc of Detox. What's that all about?
0: Well, um, it's about this. So a long time ago, Uh, I had another clinic and that's what I was called all the time. And then when I sold that clinic, I reopened it and I called it this. But the thing is, is the reason why is because, uh, are you ready for this? I don't believe in detox.
1: Is that right?
0: Yeah, because guess what? If you were to actually know how to create the perfect day on an emotional, spiritual and physical level, and you were to gently love yourself and look after yourself every day and you didn't pile up your emotional baggage and you didn't pile up the toxins in your body, why would you have to do a detox?
1: What would that perfect day look like? What does your perfect day look like?
0: Well, a perfect day, what what does it look like?
1: Yeah. In terms of food. So what time do you wake up? What do you eat? How do you create a day that does not create toxins?
0: Well, first of all, the first thing is is that everybody goes to that because our eyes see the physical first. Mm -hmm. but it's not the physical it's actually the emotional first Mm -hmm. right okay because you have to understand there's no supplement there's no treatment there's no therapy and there's no silver bullet that's ever going to fix you okay so just know that it'll help to dampen down the fire but it's not going to get rid of the inflammation because the inflammation is just part of the frequency that uh that uh, uh the level or the frequency that you have for yourself i mean if you're if you're relying on your family to fill up 90% of your heart then that means it's usually 90% empty which means you're only running on 10% of your power. Mm. So, you know, first of all, that's the first thing that we need to do. I mean, isn't it nice to be around someone who's who's confident and very loving and will give you love no matter if you're in a bad mood or not? So mm-hmm. to, so that's the first thing, right? The first thing is 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 that You are the master of your emotions. Your emotions are not the master of you. So the next thing is, is, is that the first, when we wake up in the morning and when we go to bed, those are the most important times to put the most important thoughts in our mind. So Mm -hmm. the minute you wake up, don't jump out of bed right away. I have people, what they do first thing when they wake up is I have them do what's called lion heart breathing, where they breathe six seconds in and seven seconds out. And, and they just focus on how their day's going to go. And, and they realize that they are the everything. And no matter what the chaos is, they are going to be the calmest, cool, collected person there. And they're going to breathe. And then they're going to take proper action to help everybody else that's falling apart and using the chaos so that they can fall apart. Because everybody's running pain programs. So then what we're going to do is, is it's very important that I want people to hydrate. I want them to hydrate with structured water in the morning. They'll get up and they'll do what's called belly button therapy because um, they'll actually put a device that's called belly button therapy in their belly button right away as soon as they wake up. And they'll do that for five minutes because we need to understand something. The vagus nerve, which which is the parasympathetic, Mm-hmm. It, which is in your body when you trigger that you actually release 70 percent of the serotonin and 50 percent of the dopamine that your body can create and that puts you into a passive beautiful parasympathetic state and says yeah i got this and you also have about a 20 to 25 percent more stretch to your body mm-hmm. just by doing that so anyways it's i don't i won't go through the whole thing but i have a whole strategy where they get up in the morning until they put their head down and we what I do is I consult people on emotional, nutritional, physical level, and I create the perfect day for them. And then we start working with it, and those people get my private number. They call me, and I tweak it until we have it perfected, and that they own their life. So mm-hmm. that's the name of the game, and that's and you have to understand something. the The corporations don't want you to have that, because remember something. They want to own you, like I said, mm-hmm. from... From cradle to grave. They want you to be addicted to a drug or something from cradle to grave. If you actually tapped into who you are and what your potential was, you would have no need for almost everything out there because you would be totally satisfied.
1: Now that's very true. In your book, you talk about the mother of all organs. What is the mother of all organs and why are you calling it the mother and how important is it and how do we keep it in great health?
0: well it 's called the large intestine, and if you didn 't notice it 's also the most disrespected organ by the medical system and the pharmaceutical system and The reason why it 's the most disrespected by the pharmaceutical system and the uh, medical system is is the pharmaceutical system has all the money the medical system are are people that have just been brainwashed they went to school too long and they were in the wrong classroom so now that you can, you know, it's hard to get them to get out of that. But here's the deal the large intestine is the holy grail. Uh, your large intestine speaks to your uh, uh, brain nine times for every once that the brain speaks back. Your large intestine is made out of bacteria, those bacteria make up 85% of your immune system in the human body. That's why, we're, that's why we've been all brainwashed to see. Um, 60 to 80% of the population, depending on what city you go into, uh, looks three to six months pregnant, even mm. though they're not pregnant. We've got all these pregnant men walking around and they're all rubbing their tummy and nobody gives it a second thought. Meanwhile, they're actually rotting inside. So, and their immune system is crashing. So, but nobody even not, not acknowledges this. That's how we're all just walking zombies and we wouldn't even dare say anything. And you know, I mean, to, if you don't look three months pregnant, then you're not part of the herd anymore. So the reality is, is these good bacteria, they actually hold more of our genetic material and uh, intelligence than any other part of the body. Now, when these good bacteria start to go and turn into bad bacteria, then you crave bad foods and then you have bad moods. And, you actually become very aggressive you'll notice that when people do antibiotics or drugs that they will actually be miserable well when you distort the good bacteria you actually cause self you cause self abusive person people and you cause people to be abusive to their families all right so your bacteria actually will orchestrate your mood
1: You know, there was a podcast we did uh, with another expert where we spent a little bit of time on exactly this topic. Um, It's the book, the new book, Fast Food uh, Genocide, where, you know, he talks a lot about the importance of good food for good emotion. And we talked a little bit about the fact that, hey, could it be that the reason we're seeing this explosion in violence around us and anger, and ADD in kids is because we are just, as Ayurveda would say, we have a pitta issue. We have way too much toxic heat. And you're touching upon the exact same thing, which is we are toxic inside. And, of course, in your book you go into a lot more details around the poop piece, uh, which which is, of course, very important. But the bacteria, maintaining a good, healthy gut bacteria is really critical as well. What is your quick insight into maintaining a good, healthy gut? And then we'll move on to
0: acidosis. Well, you can't um, have a healthy gut unless you've got a perfect day. So you need to look at that. So first of all, you want to drink structured water and enough of it. If you're a female, you want about three quarts a day. If you're a male can range from anywhere from four quarts to five quarts. Uh, You also want to make sure that uh, um, you are not doing any animal products and you are not doing any dairy. Uh, dairy is a direct poison. Uh, all dairy products are just liquid pus, and uh, people are addicted to it because it has the same addictive behavior on the brain as heroin does, and that's been studied. So you've got to eliminate the dairy products, you've got to eliminate the meat, the corn, the soy, and actually, it's not even, people think it is, but it's not even sugar that causes is the worst victim of, of causing cancer or diabetes or heart disease. It's actually animal products um the next thing is is you want to do at least uh, like i'll do one to two large salads a day i'll mm-hmm. do two blender drinks and uh, um and those blender drinks will be like uh, moringa protein plant-based protein uh which is moringa's most nutritional food on the planet and i'll mix that with just some almond milk and some berries and i'll do that twice a day mm-hmm. and but the big thing is is i need you to understand this is is that when you're when you are are when you have healthy uh, beliefs about who you are and that you are just totally amazing, then you don't, you only need to eat one third of the food because your energy actually comes from your spirit, your light energy. You know, the sun gives you energy. The air gives you energy. The water you drink should give you energy. So you got to drink the right type of water and that would be structured. How do you get structured water? Well, in, in, in uh, nature, it's rain because here, let me explain it. And then, you know, reverse osmosis is cannot be digested. Distilled water cannot be digested. Filtered water is just filtered water, but you still haven't gotten rid of the homeopathic imprint of everybody that drank it or of the chemicals that were in it or the viral or the bacterial. You got. It's more important to get rid of the homeopathic imprint than it is the physical entity of it. Because take a look at the rain. The rain comes down. It's got heavy metals in it now, okay? We know it's uh, called acid rain. But meanwhile... Even in the last 150 years, crops have not slowed down. They're still the same quality because uh, the atmosphere actually structures the rain. So even though the chemicals are still in it, it does not affect at all any of the birds, bees, flowers, the trees, or us. So everything is still a high quality. Now, structured water is a unit with no filter, no electricity, no moving parts. And it's the way the water goes through it that actually causes it to vortex in all the directions at the same time. And when it runs through it, I can put it under any tap anywhere around the world and drink that water because it's structured. Now, are the chemicals out, the virals out, the bacterial out? No, but will it actually my body recognize it and accept anything that's negative in it? No, it won't. And that's proven with a GDB monitor. And I I use this with all my cancer patients, people that are sick. And the thing is, is structured water has no surface tension. So it can take in all the nutrients and it can bring toxins out more efficiently than any other water, and even more efficiently than these Kangen units, and these electrolyzing units. They can't even do what structured water does. And that doesn't mean you can't have one. You know, Whatever water you have, just know that structuring will enhance it, and they can see that on my website.
1: And I was going to say, so how do you structure water?
0: Well, you can put it under any tap, and it's only a device that's about eight inches long, and you put it right under the tap and when it comes through it's the design and the inside and the gemstones that actually cause it to vortex and you you can taste it and feel it when you do it okay so
1: it's a device that you
0: that you put onto a onto a tap no you can just hold it you know i can i can pour if you drink coffee and you were to pour your coffee through this you would not ever feel anxious or anxiety because it will buffer the acid out and then you drink it you'll still get the buzz but without the up and down If you were to take like a bottle of wine and put two ounces through from a quart of the structured water and put the two ounces back into the quart, you could drink that whole quart of water, get drunk as a skunk and have no hangover because structuring protects the human cells against any negativity.
1: Let's talk acidosis since you talked about coffee. What is acidosis and why is it such a big problem?
0: Acidosis is a frequency. So understand that everything that you eat and drink that goes into the human body leaves the human body. Nothing that you eat and drink stays in the body. The only thing that stays in is the frequency. So depending on your emotions and depending on the food you eat and what you drink will bring in a frequency. That frequency will, will be alkalining and oxygenating to the body or it will be acidifying. Now remember something. People that don't eat right are people that don't love themselves. Now people are going to be out there going, that's such a crock. (laughs) Well, if you knew that, if you know that certain products aren't good for you, then why are you still eating them? Well, because you are dishonoring yourself and you're running a self-hate program. That's it. Bottom line. So, you know, the thing is, is that you are beautiful. You were created. And why wouldn't you just love yourself and do everything you could to just have the most beautiful life. Well, because you're dishonoring yourself because you're, you're fulfilling a uh, dysfunctional belief you don't know you have. Well,
1: also that brownie tastes really
0: good. Yeah, but you know what? So guess what? You're willing to take four inches of pleasure for 30 feet of hell. And the other thing is that brownie tastes better when you don't have a sweet lover in your life. And, and when you can't find a lover that can satisfy your needs, you're gonna need a lot of brownies, girl
1: ah so you're linking it back to what in fact there's uh, there's some very interesting podcasts on this our addictions come from a lack of sweetness in our life yeah, and wow. so sugar addiction in fact is an indication that you are lacking sweetness in your life and that and that sweetness in fact there, there was this very interesting article that said that sweetness could come from a lover for sure but it could also come from appreciating the arts it could come from reading a beautiful poem It could come from watching uh, a unique sunset with uh, rainbow colors. Yeah, but that's all
0: temporary. That's all temporary. Mm -hmm. That's just fluff and stuff. That is the extras that come with you loving yourself. First and foremost, you love yourself. You learn to love yourself totally. Once you have that, everything becomes magical. Okay? Just remember something. A sunset is not 24 hours a day. Very true. Okay, very true. a brownie is not 24 hours a day. So we, we can have joy and happiness on a permanent level. We don't have to have it as a commercial break.
1: So we're going to distract ourselves a little bit from uh, acidosis, but, but let's let's stay on this. So what do you recommend someone do to get to 100% self-love at all
0: time? Well, I, you know, that's a really loaded question because you know, if you wanted to become an Olympian, then you would practice every day. Mm-hmm. And that means that you would, I have what's called uh, uh Braveheart online training.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: also I have, uh, and I also have um a six day intensive course called whole life coach. And that's where we teach people to be, become whole life coaches. We also have people come to just take it because they want to get their family back together or for the first time to get together. So anyways, The rules are, you have to have a strategy. So once you have a proven strategy, then we have, okay, everything I do, an eight year old can understand. Okay, first of all, if an eight year old can't understand something to do with health, or love, or life, then it's a lie. Or it's been made to sound convoluted, so that you never really get it, but they're gonna pretend to give it to you. So everything I do, an eight year old can understand an ace and what we do is is we do loving gentle baby steps throughout the day that honor ourselves that are fun. If it's not fun, it's not going to get done. Absolutely. So, so, we have fun-filled games because what I need you to do is is I need to you to go and release that little girl that you've locked away inside and have her come out and play. And once we do that, then our then our sandbox will no longer be a kitty litter. And that's what we do as adults. That's why we call it adulterated. And the worst thing for children is having parents. That's my model.
1: You know, what we should be doing is taking your course and making it mandatory in schools, because I think it starts that early. And if we can get our children to start practicing this at a very, very early age, then you're going to get happy adults.
0: Well, um, what, we, what we should do... Is actually not allow anyone to a- actually come together to have babies unless they've gone through nine months of Braveheart self-love training because what happens is is couples come together and uh, because their hormones are raging in, yes. Love, in love yes they come together and as the hormones come calm down they finally get the, the rose-colored glasses off And they go, oh, my God, that really irritates me that about that. You really irritate the shit out of me. I didn't notice that before. So and what the thing is, is that then we start. Come on. How many couples do you know that have been together for more than five to ten years that aren't henpecking each other and picking the feathers off each other? Oh, but they love each other. Yeah, whatever. So anyways, so the first thing is, is that you cannot have a long term relationship unless you enter it. Already totally loving yourself and honoring yourself because as long as you need your gas tank to be filled up all the time People run out of energy and when they run out of energy, they run out of love So even though two people might still Mm. love each other They've never worked on their dysfunctional beliefs that they were handed to them by their parents And now they're handing those to their children and that's welcome to the family curse.
1: Absolutely. Let's get back to acidosis. Yeah. So uh, sorry I took you on another stream with the whole brownie uh, comment, but, but please continue. So it's a frequency. Yeah. And so what happens is
0: acidosis is a lowering of your pH, which is a lowering of your vibration. That's why it's called emotion, energy in motion. And your emotions actually guide you to the foods that you eat and because we're herd-like, whatever herd you hang around with, those are the habits you take on. Now, when you, when you take on lower vibrational foods, you cause inflammation in the body because lower vibrational foods are killing you. Your body says, we're gonna create some inflammation and pain here to try to tell you that you're trying to kill yourself. Thank you very much. But, because we have been marketed to, as soon as we feel any pain, we suppress the emotions, And we take the painkillers so or we take the aspirin or we take whatever we can to suppress that well just remember drugs don't heal they just make a way bigger deal down the road so now what happens is when you get the inflammation and the pain your body says oh my gosh okay so what happens the pain and inflammation is going to go to the weakest area in the body the weak link that weak link that it goes to is also links up with the type of emotion, negative emotion that you have. And that's why you'll find families will have the same type of physical conditions because they pass on the same uh, dysfunctional beliefs and emotions. So now the body says we need to make fibrin and wall off the inflammation so it doesn't spread. And also because when the vibration comes low, that's when the bad bacteria, the fungus, and the parasites go into to attack that area. So now you're creating all this fibrin and scar tissue to wall out the parasites and fungus and bacteria and to wall in the inflammation. Now, if you don't look after that, that will grow, grow, grow until you call it a stiff joint, until you call it a knee problem, carpal tunnel syndrome, you've got a neck problem, or you'll call it a fibroid in your pelvis or a fibroid in your breast, or you'll call it a tumor in your large intestine, or you'll call it a polyp. Now, remember, Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, is that what I teach is, here's the whole deal. The whole natural health field have their, excuse the expression, but the natural health field are diluted in their therapies. Uh, I don't believe in physiotherapy. Chiropractic can be very useful, even help save lives. But, you can't, but until you look at the scar tissue issue, and we're mainly made out of tissue, and we create scar tissue through our whole body. I'm 62 years old, and I have the flexibility of, Somebody who works out and probably is around the age in the later 20s, 30s and works out. So, and I'm going to have that until I'm 100 years old because of my emotional, I understand that emotions create the inflammation that create the scar tissue formation. You know, why do you think everybody's getting stiffer when they get older? and Why do you think nobody goes after scar tissue? Listen, I have a money back guarantee on my website and I'm only telling this not as a sales pitch but I have a money back guarantee that if you're booked for surgery, that you're not gonna go. If you've got an ankle problem, knee problem, hip problem, shoulder problem, and if you've got, um, let's say, a problem in your pelvis with your ovaries, your uterus, your bladder, your prostate, that that is a massive scar tissue mess down there, and that's also your root chakra, and that's why nobody talks about it in the health field. And meanwhile, I'm gonna go in there and I'm going to gently take apart all that scar tissue And restore the blood flow and the lymph flow and it'll be gone so I don't care what the stiffness is what the pain is whether it's arthritis colitis fibromyalgia whether it's a fibroid or whether it's a neck problem we're gonna we guarantee that we're gonna reverse it and we're gonna do more in the first treatment than anybody's ever gotten with all the treatments they've ever gotten in their life that's it
1: really so you're saying if someone And gosh, I could send you a whole army of people, but you're saying that if someone has, let's say arthritis
0: in the knees, I'll get rid of, I'll get rid of the arthritis in the knees in in one half hour, give me a half an hour and I will reduce it by 80% or I will give their money back. And what's the technique? The technique is, Oh, here's the part. Uh, So when I was 26 years old, I put this technique together. It's called wolf deep tissue. And, uh, um, I can take you downstairs right now. I've got um, 16 health professionals from around the world, and we're training them right now how to do this technique. I can bring down a fibroid the size of an egg in 15 minutes. Do you know anybody else can do that? I teach people how to do that in my course, and I teach housewives how to go in and get – and, and uh, husbands how to go in to get rid of the fibroids in their wives, how to go in and stop um, from a knee surgery or a hip surgery or hip replacement or a frozen shoulder, you name it. I don't care what the problem is. If we can't go beyond your expectations, then we will refund your money gladly. It's on my website.
1: That's amazing. And now, of course, someone has to fly out to meet with you. Where are you based?
0: Uh, I'm based in Kelowna, British Columbia. Aha. But I want you to understand something. Everybody's been sucker punched. Mm -hmm. You know what? Massage therapy feels nice, but it doesn't work. Physiotherapy is is really a waste of time. I mean, a person goes there long enough that the body just creates the scar tissue to hide the pain. And I'm not saying they don't do any good, but why is it if we're all so intelligent and we have all these great therapies going on that do you ever see anybody truly reversing their age or truly getting rid of a problem completely? Come on, most people, they'll go and they'll get treated And then six months later, they're going back to get treated for the same thing again, or even a week later, or a chiropractor will say, oh, here, I'll give you a discount if you come every week. Well, why would you do that? Until we learn to train people instead of treating them, we're mistreating them. End of story. So I will train anyone from eight years old to 180 years old. And anybody can learn this from a housewife to a steel worker to a lumberjack. Remember something. God gave us a body, and everybody can be their own doctors. If you need emergency care, go to the medical system. If you go to the medical system for anything for emergency care, then you are going to become a 911 emergency for the rest of your life. Very true.
1: Let's talk about uh, releasing the thin within. You know, obesity is a huge problem, and it seems to get harder for women, especially as we get closer to menopause and we get into menopause. You have a very interesting take on thin and weight. Share that with our audience, please.
0: Well, do you want me to answer the menopause thing and the weight thing?
1: Uh, The weight thing first and then the menopause thing, yes. Or if they're they're,
0: linked together. Well, they are, but the thing is, is uh, um, you understand that uh, uh, weight goes up and down like a yo-yo, right? Mm -hmm. And so does your emotions.
1: Well, for some people, it apparently does not yo-yo down, it only yo-yo's up. I have a lot of friends who who say that they' are literally putting on a couple of pounds every single year and yeah, they're yeah. concerned.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is that they're vibrating low on the emotional scale. Let's, let's say that and we'll put that to the side. Mm-hmm. Next thing is, is guess what, as you get older, your metabolism slows down, but you didn't change your diet that much. Mm-hmm. Next thing is, is they're not drinking structured water. They're probably and they're not drinking enough water. All your friends, they say they drink water. Well, let me tell you something. If we took a look at it, you know how many women are only doing a quart a day of water 32 ounces, 32 ounces is enough to keep is enough to keep a 60-pound child alive. So we are, between the EMF, Wi-Fi, and between of all the toxins you don't know what you're getting in your foods, mm-hmm. and between, and between that, how many, how many people and even yourself, how often do you find yourself not, how often do you find yourself consciously not in a rush? Now, how often do you find yourself unconsciously rushing and you don't even have anything to rush to? I you're
1: asking the wrong person. I, unfortunately, um, well, we're going to delete a little bit of this out, but basically I've been meditating for two no, years. No. I've, so in my case, it's completely different. Um, okay. I'm never reacting to anything. Okay. So that's, so that we'll change. go back to, um, okay. and we'll delete this part out because if I answer it, it won't be relevant to our audience. I meditate every single morning, 21 minutes. It's actually a 30 minute meditation.
0: So, but that's good though, because very that, different pace. That would have been a good answer though that that's not what you do but oh so i does that.
1: great so we'll cut this part out and i'll go ahead and answer your question okay well dr wolf i meditate every morning and um sometimes i go for a long walk which i know resets my parasympathetic system as well so i have stopped reacting to everything um but if i look at my life prior to me starting meditating which is about 2 years ago and doing even a very systematic Learned way. I've I've been following Sadhguru's gurus, uh, Shambhavi Mahamudra training, and been doing that, practicing that. And I did the Bhava Sbandan. I wrote a whole article on that as well. But prior to that, you're absolutely right. I was always rushing, and there was no reason for why I was rushing. But I was always rushing. Now I'm never rushing. Even if there is something very urgent, my approach has completely changed. I'll find a way to stay calm and to stay collected and to stay at that pace at that very, as you mentioned, the six seconds in and the seven seconds out, you know, I continue to maintain that sort of stillness and calm within regardless of what's going on around.
0: So what you've actually done is you're now, you're now focusing on the part of you that's invisible and you're not focusing on your physical And when we focus on and we don't have a strategy, but we just worry about our physical and we get frustrated with our physical, whatever that problem is, it's universal law, it must become worse. It's got to be because that's your focus. So we need to understand that even if I'm going, I don't want to be fat anymore, I don't want to be fat anymore. Well, the word fat is there and that's your focus. You know, if you picture yourself being thin and you do things that create that and you lighten up on a physical and emotional level, it has to happen. It has to come around. And the other thing is a lot of women will actually create this weight because they feel that life is like a bumper car. You know, they're in a relationship that they probably should have left a long time ago or a relationship that should have been more open. And because people shut down. And you know, to bump up against your partner all the time, you could use the extra weight
1: very interesting. so again, in your mind, to get to skinny step one is to get to lighter emotions. Let's talk menopause. What's going on with women in menopause and perimenopause
0: well let's let's understand this that um, first of all, um, having the period having a period sloughs off the egg but it also gets rid of the worst toxins that are in the the female population on a monthly basis that's what helps women live longer they have a super duper detox method once a month and that Mm. is mainly so that if they get pregnant it's the healthiest environment for the child now when they go into menopause here's what happens, that slows down. So their most important detoxification they've had in their life, that was a pain in the butt sometimes, but it was actually making them so much healthier, is now left. So now, what's gonna happen with all that extra toxin? Well, for one thing, they don't know about structured water, they're not eating enough whole plant-based foods, they don't practice putting a little mini you on their shoulder and seeing how they react throughout their day and staying in the parasympathetic. Uh, But here's the big one. They don't honor their large intestine. So if you were doing, and what we want is two to three good bowel movements every day. And we want it just like kind of falling apart slightly, just slightly on the loose side. We don't want that compacted stool. Okay. Especially when we're starting to clean out. But what happens is, is once that period, it, it ends, I'm telling you right now, why do you think, why do you think all the mini fevers? Why do you think the night sweats? Well, if it wasn't for them, there'd be a heart attack, a stroke, or cancer. So mm. it's either mini, mini fevers to burn the infection and, and creating a fever for sweat to get the toxins out that way, or we're going to have a heart attack so then
1: for someone what do you recommend for someone in menopause that's experiencing the night sweats and the hot
0: flashes well i can tell you right now that if i consult somebody and i were to go through and create the perfect day for them in 30 days that's over it's over and Got there's, it. a, there's a money back guarantee attached to that as well so understand that you know what as far as i'm concerned from now on everybody in the health business unless you can back your work with 100 percent money back guarantee then you better retake a look at everything you're doing because you're doing more harm than good.
1: Let's talk about the blood type diet. What what is the blood type diet and what are the key highlights?
0: Well, I don't want anybody to get into blood typing diet like they would like into into great depth, okay? We do know that O types, their hydrochloric acid is much stronger than an A type. I'm an A type. So A type people are more sensitive. We can eat things and within minutes we're feeling, oh boy, I shouldn't have eaten that. O type, they can digest nails. So they might be eating something that's not as good for them. And the pro- the thing with an A type is, is we're very symptomatic. O types are not as symptomatic, but they can wake up one day and be at the doctor and say I never felt a thing and find out that they have a fibroid or a tumor in their stomach. So they can digest a lot better, so but that doesn't mean that they should eat more animal protein that doesn't mean that they should eat more protein it, it's just a different type of blood type so if you're an o type you can um eat more protein and not feel it like my partner she's o type so i'm i'm the i'm the sensitive one and she's not the sensitive one mm. And that's the main thing and then b types they're kind of in between the a and the and the o right so They can digest better than an A, but not as good as an O. But I I don't, I don't, uh, um, I don't, um, how can I say this? I don't think being an O type or A type, we we need to break that down into a science so much as is that we need to make sure that we're eating whole plant-based foods. I would tell you that they don't make them all raw. If you don't feel like having them raw, steam them. Don't boil the heck out of them because you want the life in them. I believe in juicing. I believe in intermittent fasting that you shouldn't eat uh, until 11 or 12 o'clock. Everybody believes that breakfast is the most important meal. Well, that was true when we were out plowing the fields and we weren't going to come home again for a while. So but, true. And you know what? And, and the other thing too is 100 years ago, we didn't have all this toxicity. And right now, um, I have to tell you that I, I only eat one meal a day and um, I'm I'm energetic, but I I'll do like uh, vegetable juicing. I'll do like, um, I'll drink, uh, I have what's called uh, plant Moringa plant protein. I'll, uh, also Moringa, uh, drinks. So I'll do things that are easy to digest mm-hmm. and high in nutrition. That's it. So remember something, if it's a pre-digested, super concentrated nutritional, then it's, and, and the other thing is if you keep it light, okay. Stop reacting from now on with your family. Don't, don't react, breathe. Just take a couple breaths in and, uh, or walk away or go splash cold water in your face. That'll bring you right back to your parasympathetic state. So you don't end up doing something you regret or saying something you regret. And when it comes to couples, my best thing is this is, is that if you could just make me a deal for the next 30 days, because we all, Couples have the same fights all the time mm-hmm. Don't do it anymore that when you, when you feel like you're going to, when she pushes your button or he pushes your button, walk over to them and say, honey, let's hug and then hug heart to heart and do not break that hug until you melt together and then step away from each other. Take one deep breath, six seconds in seven seconds out. And I guarantee you, you'll go, geez, honey, there absolutely is nothing we need to talk about because All we do is perform like robots.
1: You know, what's interesting is that I, given I've been doing meditations and going to these different camps and learning a lot from um, a lot of these mystics, one of the things that I've implemented is that whenever I start to get into that mode or when I say I, I mean, you know, whenever my husband and I start to get into that mode of there's an argument brewing or it's starting to get into that mode of, you know, you said, I said, um, I'll just go give him a hug and say, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And I'm, and I genuinely mean that because to me a lot of these arguments start because someone's feelings have gotten hurt and they, they could be hurt because they misinterpreted something or it could be because you did something that, you know, inadvertently hurt someone's feelings.
0: And so I, would, I wouldn't say that though. I would really? A I would give them a the hug, but I would not say, I am sorry that I hurt your feelings for one thing. In my courses, if you say sorry in my courses, then you have to go outside and knock on the door and then we'll, we'll, and then come back in.
1: Is that right? Oh, why? Listen, but it's such a beautiful way because we've not no, had a fight no, since I started no. doing
0: this. It's, 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 it's demeaning. It's demeaning. It's well, but demeaning. what if I did do something that hurt us feelings? Well, you know what? Did you do it intentionally? No, of course not. Then why are you saying sorry? Because I didn't want no whatever I did to no, end no. up No. Oh, interesting. That's religion. That's religion. And that's also the government. You know what? I'm so sorry. I don't even think I have the right to breathe anymore. I'm so so sorry that I'm not good enough anymore. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm never going to apologize to you unless I intentionally hurt you. So I will sit down and talk to you about it. But I'm not going to say if I had to say sorry, every time somebody was offended by something I say, then there'd be nothing left of me and I'd be apologizing all day because everybody's a victim. You know what? We need to get rid of the victim mentality. And I'm not saying don't show care. I'm not saying don't be compassionate. I'm saying be compassionate. But Mm -hmm. do not use that word sorry unless you intentionally hurt someone. Now, I want you to think about this. For the next day to two days, I want you to walk around and watch how often people say sorry in their day. The average person says, Oh, I do that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what? You are totally tearing your spirit down.
1: Mm. So you know what
0: you've been taught to be so sorry that you're an inconvenience. Why do you even exist?
1: (laughs) No, you're right. You're absolutely right. We are taught to apologize um, far more than needed. And it's all about keeping the peace, right? It's all about,
0: well, I'm not interested in keeping the peace. I'm, I'm interested in being at peace.
1: Mm, I I love this. I love this. So in your opinion, when you apologize, you're tearing at your spirit because you're, you're putting yourself down because you've made a mistake, even if it may appease the other person. But really, you're hurting yourself while trying to appease somebody else.
0: No, you're just trying to keep your victim program going. And you and your husband both have victim programs.
1: Mm, very interesting so how would you address a situation like that
0: well give me give me a specific thing and then i can do that it's not
1: um we were out at a party i said something i said it a couple of times he took it as a negative
0: well then i'd have to know what it was you said did you say something that um that hurt his ego or or were you just looking too damn sexy and pretty that night
1: no 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 it was it well it was it was actually around um and we're we're gonna take this this part out but it was actually around drinking so it was you know oh the less i drink the more he drinks and oh because the previous night they'd gone out drinking and i i just ever since i've so i don't drink at all i don't do caffeine i don't drink and so i've become really sensitive do the excessive drinking that happens. And so we were at a wine tasting in Napa. And so of course I made a couple of jokes here and there about the drinking. And it was funny because of course we're in a wine bar, we're at a winery. Um, we went to two different wineries and I was commenting about the, the okay. drinking and how it bothers me. And, um, and so when we came back, he just commented about how many times I'd brought up the drinking and was it really necessary.
0: Okay. But you do understand that, uh, um, that, okay. And I mean this in the best way, but what, of course, but you should not have done that. You cannot be in the, you can't be in the midst of what you believe to be a crime and accuse him of it. You can't, do, we can't do that. We have to just relax with it. Go, go to the bathroom, breathe. Yep. But yep. you know what, but, uh, but which I, is why I apologize. Cause I completely but, agree, but I will tell you, that this happens. And what happens is, is that, and this happens in every relationship where one grows and the other one stays. And the thing is, is that the biggest part of that is, is just to honor yourself as much as possible. And if you can't be around an environment, then honor yourself with that. But don't go in and demand change because it will, it will backfire so much and so fast. And understand something and i understand where you're coming from because drinking is actually a weakness okay drinking is actually a weakness there is no such thing as a um a, a healthy amount of alcohol right al- alcohol it that's why they call it spirits because it actually lets in the evil part of the spirit and it it, it contorts it that's why they say pick your poison because it totally is a poison and it is a, uh, it's a self-hate program. And, you know, when people go to celebrate their birthday or have a celebration, do you ever notice that we celebrate with alcohol? Because we use that celebration as an excuse to actually fulfill the self-hate protocol that we run underneath the scene. Mm,
1: very interesting.
0: Very yeah. interesting. And, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: mm. I'm wondering if we should, I should just ask a question on alcohol, but nah, forget it. Let's just go to, um, since we're going to take this out, what have I not asked? I mean, there's so much more I could ask, but we need to wrap up. So there's a superfood. I want to ask you something that has not been shared, so it's new, fresh information. So we've done already on superfoods. Um,
0: whatever's, le- dear, whatever's dear to your heart. Whatever you're let's,
1: let's talk about, re- okay. So, so Dr. Wolf, let's talk about twisting and rebounding for health what are those about? And, and let's talk about yoga as well. What are your well, thoughts on
0: those? Well, I think, I think yoga is really great. Uh, I think it's more, uh, it takes more time. Um, when it comes to, uh, um, rebounding, we know that rebounding moves the lymph more effective than any other exercise. And when you use it with light weights, uh, because the biggest thing for people, when you, when you reach the age of 35, you actually start losing muscle tone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you need to be doing some type of uh, uh, strength exercises to the point that you feel a slight burn. And you know, the best exercises where you're going along at a nice, easy pace, and then for a minute or two, you go, you go hard in it, and then you back off and go easy again, and you go an easy pace and for maybe uh, five minutes, and then you go back in again hard for one or two minutes, whatever feel you can do, that's really the best exercising and Core twisting is all about the core. It will actually align your whole spine. It will uh, internally uh, create more tone than any other exercise that I know of for for core to bring up to bring up the uh, tone of your core, which is your immune system, which is large intestine, small intestine, liver area, spleen area, stomach area. You know, uh, and also it really helps with the bladder, prostate, uterus area. And um, but the thing is, is that everything when you are at the age of 35 and above, everything should be focused on cardiovascular and on core. If you did that, you would always remain in shape. Okay. And then, you know, using some weights to the point that you feel a little bit of burn in the body because Mm -hmm. that's how you create and and keep muscle.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Let's talk about finally, what have we, Um, I'm going to take this part out as well. So what is the most important thing that people who are listening to the podcast today can do if they have decided they want to be healthy till a hundred?
0: What is the most important thing they can do? Yes. Well um, we've given you a link so they can actually get my ebook free if they want it. And absolutely.
1: uh, We will be incorporating and putting that in our show notes.
0: And uh, that's the first thing because information is the key. But the big thing is, is, is to create a day. You know what? If you want to become an Olympian of life, then you're going to uh, find a good way to practice uh, loving life every day. And that's it. When you, when you can perfect the art of repetition and loving your life, then you will own your whole life. People will look up to you. No longer will they push your buttons because they know they can't. People will only push your buttons if they feel they can get away with it. You know, it's like this, you know, you know, just think of the jungle, you know, when there's a herd of gazelle and a gazelle is in the back and he's limping. Well, that who's going to be picked off first? That's right. You know, learn to honor yourself, respect yourself and trust in yourself. And then you'll see all the predators will fall away and you'll go, wow, where did all those people that used to just taunt me go? Well, they were only taunting you because they were they were uh, energy vampires, and an energy energy vampire cannot cannot attach itself to a higher vibrational being. So until you bring up your own vibration and honor yourself that way, then you will be prey.
1: That's brilliantly said. Of course, learning the path to honor ourselves enough to not be preyed upon is a yes. whole different podcast, and and it's I think it's um. It's a learning in process,
0: but the most important
1: thing is to get started on the journey.
0: Yeah. And if I can leave people with a little statement, Yes. until you trust, honor, respect, protect, and love yourself first and foremost before any other human being on this planet, then you are not going to ever experience your God-given potential. End of story.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Fulf. We love your book. We'll share the link out. We'll share the information on how people can get access to you, your beautiful Oasis Retreat. For the rest of you, figure out a way to really fall in love with yourself. Every day, every minute of every day, deep breath, slow walks, stay smiling, stay healthy. You can do it. We're going to all live healthily till the age of 100. I'll see you on the next podcast. That's a wrap. Share your love with a five star review and get show notes at healthbootcamps.com. Connect with us on Health Bootcamps, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, don't forget to check out other great interviews and subscribe to the Get Healthier podcast today.